Welcome to Two Gals in a Glass Half Full. We are Dr. Jess and Dr. Bobby, two physical therapists uh, just trying to live healthy most of the time and doing our best to see our personal glasses as half full. Some days that is much harder than others. On this podcast, sometimes we interview others more knowledgeable than us on different topics to teach us about things we may not know. And other times you are stuck with Dr. Jess and I sharing our knowledge and information. So make sure you hit the subscribe button below, follow us on Instagram, and join our free Facebook group to stay up to date on all the two gals happenings. As we enter June, um, we are going to be talking about uh, like sleep health. And I'm really excited about today's uh Today's podcast with Dr. Jess and I, but before we get started, uh, Dr. Jess, what is in your glass? So today I've got my smoothie. So I've got a mixture of some dark fruit, microgreens, protein powder, uh, chia seed, ground flax seed, oat milk, and um, I think that's probably about it. Oh, and some banana. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yes. fills me up. Yeah. Dr. Yes. Bobby, what's in your glass? Um, I am just drinking good old water. Plain water, getting that high H2O in for the morning. Awesome. So as Dr. Bobby said, what we want to talk about today is kind of overall the positioning when you sleep. And so this is something I talk a lot about with patients because it's a big part of our day is spent in bed. If we think about it, if we should be sleeping for seven to eight hours a night, that's a large chunk of your day that's spent in bed. And so the position that you're in matters. If you're in a position where the strain on muscles and ligaments or joints is not comfortable, then you're going to have this restless sleep. And then you're going to wake up not feeling really rejuvenated, which is not good overall for how you're going to function the next day. But then chronically, it's not good for just, you know, all the benefits that sleep has with immune function and cognitive function and everything else. You're not going to be reaping those benefits of what good sleep can provide. So one strategy of sleeping better is the position that you're in. This is not like the end all be all strategy of improved sleep. This is just one strategy to think about. Uh, so Dr. Bobby, what um, what are some good examples that you would give for somebody that typically has some like strain feelings in the neck? So what, before I go into that, one thing I will say is um, if you are listening to this podcast, if you have the opportunity to go onto YouTube and watch uh, this episode specifically, Dr. Jess is actually going to be demonstrating some of the positions and everything in there. So if you're able to go on YouTube, um, we have it up there as well. Um, Otherwise, we'll do our best to describe um, everything that she is doing. So uh, for straight on the neck, I think that one of the important things I will talk to my patients about is like, just where are they sleeping? You know, sometimes they're sleeping on a couch. Um, So like, where are you sleeping? What are you sleeping on? And then also like pillow wise, how many pillows are you using? Are you a side sleeper, back sleeper? Um, We all move through the night. So when we talk about these positionings, we know you're not going to stay in this one position for the entire eight hours. Um, But it's just setting yourself up to be in the best position possible throughout a good part of the night. Um, So that's where I kind of start is like, what are you sleeping on? And what is the, like, how many pillows are you using? And what are you sleeping on your side, back, front? Um, Kind of all of that. Yeah. 
uh, and I think just being aware of like, if something, if you go to bed and you feel okay and you wake up in the morning and you don't feel okay, oftentimes it's the position you're in while you're sleeping. So just mm-hmm. kind of like, think about that. Uh, just like a little food for thought. Mm-hmm. So uh, when I think about the neck, when I think about the pillow, oftentimes people ask me, what's like the best pillow for necks? <laughs> well the thing is there's no one best pillow for like anybody that's the real answer so when we think about our head in space and we've got our shoulder width and so when we're sleeping we're not in this upright position where our spine is nice and neutral so when we're sleeping if we have a pillow that's too small then your head's going to be in a side pet position if you're if you're sleeping on your side if you're sleeping with a pillow that's too big your head's going to be in this position and so what you want to find is a pillow that can fill in your gap. So when I'm sleeping, the pillow is filling in this space so that my head is supported when I'm on my side. So the idea is that the pillow doesn't get stuck underneath my shoulder. So that's just a positioning thing. All you do is pull that pillow out. The other thing is making sure that the pillow is not too small and not too big for your body type. So my shoulders are not super broad. Right. So somebody that has broader shoulders than me is going to need a thicker pillow. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that I say, so you don't have to go out and buy anything. Let's say you have a pillow and you kind of you fill this in and you still feel like it's hard to get this gap right here. This is a really common area where people can feel kind of strained in that mid neck. Then what I do is I take either a small um, like a small blanket or a small towel. And I'll roll it up. And I'll get that right into this gap. So then when I lie down, I can get it into that crook of my neck. Then I'll get onto my side. Oh, I'm not going to adjust this. And then I've got the pillow underneath my, uh, the pillow's underneath my head. It's not underneath my shoulder. I've got this towel roll filling in the gap, which is going to kind of help make sure that my midneck stays supported. And that gap that she's talking about is kind of like at the base of where your neck meets your shoulder, Um, kind of low on that neck, but not off to the side of the shoulder. And my table, there we go. (laughs) (laughs) So So that was not, that was not neutral. Um, Now, the other thing with necks that is super common that happens is that the top arm ends up falling forward. And so when I'm on my side, if that top arm falls forward, now my whole thoracic spine is in rotation. And then everything through here can start to tighten up. So I'll show you what that looks like. So just because I have everything positioned great under here, if my top arm does this, that's going to make it a little bit little bit tough for the uh, upper part of my neck. Mm-hmm. So if I grab a pillow and I support that arm, it's gonna help keep my mid back more neutral. So now I'm not rotating all the way through. And then that's gonna kind of help keep this, uh, the upper part of my neck on the top side neutral. So that's normally like a really nice, now everything's straight with my neck. Um, So this can big time help with um, headaches, chronic neck strain. I mean, I don't know how many times people come in and they're like, oh man, I'm just, everything here is just so tense and I wake up and it feels like a brick. Um, well, that's because of oftentimes how we're sleeping. Yeah. It's the neck isn't supported and the upper arm's not supported. And so I, that think, 
I think the upper arm supported is really, I'd see a lot of post-op shoulders um, and kind of trying to find a position where they can sleep comfortably. A lot of times laying on your back after a shoulder surgery is not comfortable. Many times they're sleeping in a chair for our first few weeks. Yeah. Um, and just imagine kind of the quality of sleep you, you're getting there. Um, so just trying to find that position and really supporting that arm can kind of help with any shoulder or that upper trap, kind of the top of the shoulder connecting to the neck area um, can really help with that. Yeah. So now let's talk about when you're on your back, right? Because maybe you're, you typically are a side sleeper, but then you flip onto your back or you just prefer sleeping on your back. That's fine as well. So when you're on your back, the neck typically likes a little bit of flexion. So it's about 20 degrees of flexion is typically what it likes, but everybody's neck is a little bit different. So if you're more, if you've got more kyphosis or more arthritis in your spine, your neck is going to need to be up a little bit higher. Um, if you've got less kyphosis or more of that flat back, then you're going to be need to be a little bit lower. So the key is when you're on your back, if your head and neck are supported well, you're going to feel like your muscles can just relax. Like they shouldn't feel tense at all. So that's going to be kind of like your cue for like what's right. Um, so I still use this. Um, if you have a pillow that's not like, you know, one of those like super expensive conforming pillows, this is like the the freeway <laughs> to conform. <laughs> the towel roll. She still uses the towel roll. Yep. Or a small blanket, you know. Or a small blanket, yep. Yeah. Um, same, you know, same difference. Uh, just to fill in that that little groove that's in the back of your neck. So underneath the base of your skull and that groove that you feel. So that's where you fill in with the towel roll or small blanket. Then when you lie on your back, you've got to make sure that the pillow is not underneath your shoulders. So you should be able to grab each corner of your pillow and free it up. So now your neck is going to be a lot more supported versus if the pillow is underneath your shoulders, it's going to be your neck is getting less support. So you really got to make sure, get that pillow out from underneath the shoulders and then that's going to big time help that neck. And then what Dr. Bobby was saying with the shoulder, if you have a tendency for any shoulder injury or shoulder strain, you can get your pillow underneath that arm. And that makes all the difference in the world mm -hmm. for people with, with shoulder issues. A lot of times it's that elbow. We don't realize when that right. elbow is on the table, it's actually putting us a little into extension, which it puts a little a lot of pressure on the front of the shoulder here. So if you just take that pillow, put it underneath that elbow, or even underneath how um, Dr. Jess has it right now. So not even just underneath the elbow, but it's underneath the elbow. And then it comes up the forearm, kind of lower the pillows laying on your stomach a little bit. Yep. Um, that can help just allow the shoulder to relax. Um, if you have any chronic shoulder issues, it's just a great position to allow the shoulder muscles to completely relax. Because a lot of times, a lot of that pain is coming from the muscles just kind of staying on. Yeah. I mean, if I have a headache, like I'll put you know, I'll put something underneath here and I'll get two pillows underneath here and then I'll put an ice pack on my head. And then honestly, like if I can just like rest in this position for like 15 or 20 minutes, I can usually get rid of it. Um, if it's not, oh, you know, migraine or something, yeah. you know, that's more, vascular more like headache. a servogenic headache. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, so I think that kind of covers the like neck and shoulders pretty well. Uh, now we've got to think about what happens with the rest of the spine. And so the the example that I typically give when we're thinking about lower body, because people tell me all the time, I cannot sleep with a pillow between my knees. It doesn't work. Okay. 
okay, just hear me out. <laughs> just, just hear me out. I'm gonna show you, make sure I'm not out of screen. Yeah, okay, I'm not out of screen. Okay, so when I'm standing, my spine is straight, right? I've got my hip width. You can't see my shoes, but that's okay. You can, you're, we're almost there. So my knees and my ankles are not touching. Now, if I was to stand like this all day long for seven to eight hours, or even like this, are you telling me that you wouldn't <laughs> feel some sort of chronic strain in your back and hip? Right. And for those, um, for those listening, she's putting her legs together, kind of right. like, almost like, like when you're laying, like you have to go to the bathroom, like where you're squeezing in. Right. You're squeezing your knees together. <laughs> or even crossing one leg in front of the other and like staying in this position for like hours of time. Like that just doesn't like the physics don't add up like this amount of strain on the tissue for a long duration of time over night after night after night after night. It just doesn't add up. So if you really want to like decrease, I mean, how many people are like, oh, yeah, it's just a bad back. I have a bad back. Like your back is not bad. It's part of your anatomy. <laughs> We're talking about your back like that. It hears you. Be nice. <laughs> Right. So when you sleep on your side, if you put a pillow between your knee and your ankle, so the length of there, that's going to maintain the hip width. So when you're sleeping on your side, a pillow between the knee and the ankle, all it's doing is making sure that you're keeping your pelvis and your spine in that neutral position. So the wider your pelvis, the wider the pillow needs to be. The more narrow your pelvis, the more narrow the pillow can be. And so it's just trying to find a way to get that neutral position. And then if you're the person that likes to sleep with the knee all the way over here, that's fine. You can have your hip inflection, okay? Meaning like you're sleeping with your knee way out in front of you on your side. Mm -hmm. Then just get a thicker pillow and then put your knee and ankle up on that. So now I'm still maintaining my hip width and I'm in a nice neutral position. My hip and my back muscles, ligaments, tendons can all just simmer down. I'm going to pull my pillow underneath my neck. If I need my power roll, I'm going to do that. And then I can put my pillow here, you know, if that's kind of a tendency. Otherwise, you can kind of keep your arm more by your side. And that's going to make a huge difference in side sleeping. I personally am a side sleeper. Um, or I'm a side sleeper that like I move side to side all night long. Mm -hmm. Um, I honestly put a pillow on both sides and I, every time I wake up, I just readjust and put it back in. Um, mm -hmm. I also really like the body pillow, um, yes. because I can get my arm and my leg together. And I just, I, not only does it feel good, but then it's also like, a it sounds like a comforting, like I can kind of hold and comfort into that. And I just sleep a lot better with that. Yeah. Um, cause I do sleep at that last position. She, her top, if you're laying on your side, the top leg was flexed way up and over. So like rotation and that's how I sleep a lot. So that's where that body pillow comes in because sometimes my leg, knees are down lower. Sometimes that top leg comes way up into my chest. Um, and so I still have that body pillow there to, uh, position relatively well. Absolutely. I've had so many patients that like, <laughs> I just like, Day one, all we do after I do the eval is just sleep position. I'm like, before you come back in, like, this is your only homework, so you better do it. 
you know, like, I always want to fire you as a patient. Like, you're not going to get better unless this changes because of like the history that I'm getting. And like almost every single time they're like, oh my gosh, just that change made a huge difference. I'm like, right? (laughs) So like, it really makes it like you're in this position for such a long period of time. How you sleep and the position you sleep in is huge. Especially when you have dysfunction. If you're really healthy and not having any issues, these are just great to be comfortable. Mm -hmm. But especially if you're having pain, you're having issues with something, it's hurting you at night, you're waking up in pain. These are definitely things to look at. Yeah. I think you will fall asleep easier, though, if your body, Mm -hmm. if your tissues are in a more relaxed position. Because even if I, I don't, I mean, I don't have back pain and hip pain. But I can tell you, like, the minute that, like, I feel the support of the pillow, it's like everything in my body just relaxes. So even if I don't have pain, like, my whole system just kind of simmers down, and I fall asleep way better than if I don't do that. Or if, like, I'm traveling and, like, you know, like, it's like, oh, gosh, and everything. Right. I'm like, oh, man, wow, I do feel like it's, I'm having a harder time just getting my body to relax Um, because relaxing is mental but then it's also physical so Mm -hmm. both systems kind of need to be able to relax to truly fall asleep and get into a deep sleep Um, so now if you're sleep on your back if that's kind of your thing and like notice that we've never mentioned sleeping on your stomach (laughs) so that's never recommended ever it's just it it puts you into a, a end range position of your neck and um, shoulder, and it's just not, it's just not a good sustainable solution for, um, for sleeping. So it's just not recommended. (laughs) So if you can try and change that, I was a habitual stomach sleeper. So I promise like, if I can do it, anybody can do it. (laughs) Slept like that until I was what, 26 years old, every single night, you know, so, (laughs) Um, and I was able to do it. It just took some, uh, just diligence with saying, okay, no, I really want to make this a habit so that I can decrease some of this chronic stress on my neck. Um, but that being said, um, on your back, if you're a back sleeper, uh, having something that's a little bit bigger sometimes can be helpful. It just kind of depends on you and your anatomy. Um, sometimes like a thinner pillow is not quite enough. Um, if you're, if you're a, a typical back sleeper, a little bit higher. So this is like a wedge, you know, specific for a clinic. Um, if you don't have a wedge, that's fine. A thicker pillow, king size pillow is normally what I recommend, uh, works well. And so the reason why, because if you know the why, you're more likely to implement it. (laughs) So the reason why is that it puts your hips into a little bit of a flex position, which actually helps put your spine in a more neutral position. Oftentimes we're really tight in our hip flexors. And so, and even if you're not, being all the way out straight can put a little bit more of that lordotic curve in our back. But especially if you have tight hip flexors, it'll pull a lot more on that back it'll pull your curve that you have that goes in this direction it'll pull it up which can make it compressive doing this completely just kind of neutralizes that one simple change that's it have you tried that before dr bobby i don't to be honest like i don't sleep on my back very much um i really sleep on my side or well, what I'll do is I tend to, if I have pillows on both sides, I'll sleep on my side. Um, and I may roll more onto my stomach, but I still have pillows there. So I'm not sleeping like straight on my stomach or I'll roll a little bit onto my back, but there's a pillow there kind of supporting me. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I do not tend to sleep on my like true back at all. It's, right. And it's not a position I can really even fall asleep in. Yeah. And a lot of people are like that. It's, you know, it, it just, they're like, there's no way I know it's better for me or whatever. Like side sleeping is fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with side sleeping. Yeah. Uh, if you are the person that prefers to sleep on your back though, uh, having something underneath your knees, like huge difference in how your back feels, especially mm-hmm. when you wake up in the morning. Um, so if it's like, man, like I just kind of have this tendency for this, like kind of chronic tightness, maybe it's not anything that you're like seeking medical attention for, mm-hmm. uh, really like changing up a couple of things can be a, like a big game changer. Uh, yeah. so I'd say like our recap on this, we've got pillow underneath your head and neck, not underneath the shoulder. So whether you're on your side or on your back, make sure the pillow is supporting the head and neck only. Using a small towel roll or small blanket to fill in the crook of the neck, whether you're on your side or on your back, can make a big difference if the pillow alone isn't doing it for you. Um, On your side, pillow underneath the arm can help to take the pressure off the upper trap. On your back, pillow underneath the upper arm and forearm can take, again, the pressure off the shoulder and upper trap. And then on your, for as far as lower body, pillow between the knees and ankles, because if it's not between the ankle, the hip is still in a rotated position, which puts your hip rotators in a little bit of a uh, not relaxed position. And then when you're on your back, pillow underneath your knees. Mm -hmm. And those are pretty much like the common things across, Mm -hmm. just across the board, body pillow, is just a bigger strategy. So you don't have to have two pillows on your side. Um, but like, you know, having a pillow on either side, that's what I do as well. Cause I flip from one side to the other. That way I don't have to pull the pillow along with me. Um, yeah. Cause yeah. it's not, that's not going to happen. That's not yeah. realistic. Um, so I think also right. important uh-huh. to look at is just the age of your pillows. Realize uh-huh. like you're using it every day for multiple hours. Like if you've had it for eight years, it may need a new pillow. <laughs> Um, so just kind of look at the age, a pillow and mattress, because you can position yourself great, but if you're not sleeping on a mattress or a pillow that's, it's old or it's not appropriate for your body, all these factors, I know those pillows are a little bit cheaper. I know mattresses are very expensive. So I would obviously start with the pillows and all the positioning and stuff first. And watch out for sales. Um, Mm -hmm. and then the other thing I say, if you're shopping for a pillow, like just like anything, like try it on. (laughs) Like, I know that sounds weird, right? But like, like going to the store and actually like if they have beds there with like, you know, display beds, like put the pillow underneath you and see, does it feel like it's putting you in too much of a stress position or is it, you know, is it too small? Like, like really making sure that it's going to be the right fit for you. Like, how does it feel on your head? Uh, Like it, I mean, I know it's kind of like, what, you want me to lay down on this bed? Yeah. Yeah. Make sure it's like the fit for you. I mean, that's what I do when I buy pillows, but I'm also a little weird. So that's okay. Um, (laughs) Like, I'm like, it's not one size fits all people. Go ahead, keep Mm-mm. walking. Or would you like to know about this pillow I'm trying? Why? <laughs> Start a conversation <laughs> in the store. Uh, empower others with knowledge. Exactly. Um, yes. Yeah. So, uh, so that's our episode on uh, sleep ergonomics. Hopefully you found this helpful. Share it with other people in your life. Let them know that like, this actually can make a big difference on the day to day. If you're like, oh yeah, like my neighbor's complaining about his or her back. Like, you know, share this episode with them, see if it's helpful. Uh, I'm 
pretty sure that a lot of people could benefit with, with these small changes based on how much I have this conversation on a day-to-day basis. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, everybody. Well, your challenge this week is to implement one of these changes, if not all of them, uh, to see if you can help you fall asleep comfortably, stay asleep for a little bit longer, and even maybe help with some of that chronic little aches and pains that you might be feeling in different areas. Um, obviously, this is not direct intervention. This is generalized uh, advice. So if you are having like significant pain somewhere, seek the advice of a trained medical professional. <laughs> yeah. All right. And um, follow us on social media. We've got all sorts of great content out there. Um, so have fun. All right. Bye, everyone.